welcome back to another week on the OT Podcast. It's your host, Layla. Farah. Nima. Marion. And thanks for listening to us again. I know we took a bit of a break, but not really a break. So, um, if you guys noticed, if you subscribe to us on, if you follow us on Twitter, like you should, you would actually see that we are a bi-weekly podcast. So, just because it was the first few episodes of our podcast, we were going weekly, just so you guys would miss us and really feel that connection. So, uh, with that, you guys should know that we are, we do upload every other week. So, if you guys want to stay up to date, then you should follow us on Twitter, add us on OT Podcast on Snapchat, subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, and you know what? Uh, send in any of your questions and concerns to otpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, there's like three different ways to reach mm-hmm. us. So We're a millennial generation, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this week's episode is going to be a bit different. Instead of talking about topics, we're going to actually answer some questions that we got in our Gmail uh, through different messages through different media platforms and DMs and things like that. And we chose a couple questions to discuss today amongst ourselves. So without further ado, let's start with the first question. So this comes from one of our listeners, all 200, 300, I'm not sure of you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the first question is, is it okay to slide into a guy's DMs? Do you think if you slid into a guy's DMs, you would look thirsty? Why or why not? And I'm going to start with... Bara. <laughs> okay. Um, so, <laughs> I think... <laughs> it honestly depends on who you are, right? If yeah. you're okay with sliding in guys' DMs, it's fine. There's a bit of a, like, um, a backlash to that, right? Because, like, guys think, oh, automatically I got her in the bag if she slides in my DMs, right? Um, actually, at least Somali guys would. Um... I don't really know about any other Muslim guys. guys yeah, in any Muslim guys would. But um I don't really know. Like what do you guys think? Nima. Nima. I think it's okay. Uh depending on if your intentions. So like are you trying to get to know the guy or are you just saying, Hey, like if you post something in the if you if he posts something and then you like what he posts, like I find it okay to dm him and say hey i like your posts you know i find that okay and nora's having a heart attack because why she, she attack? had a, she made a face no i didn't make a face i was looking at my twitter time oh, okay but i don't think there's anything wrong with it it's 2017 shoot your shot 2017 if you want to slide Steph in Curry. his Steph Curry, the shot boy like if you want to slide in his dms do it more power to you because it's this notion that a guy it's okay for the guys to be the ones sliding in the DMs because they should be the ones who are in a position of power. So they can slide in like five, six, seven girls' DMs and it's whatever. But if a girl does it, it's like there's something wrong with it. Like she's thirsty. But if you want to slide in his DMs, go right ahead. But I do agree with Nima. Like it depends on like the intention. Like for example, if he's like, if you like post something and he's like, movie recommendations most chances are he wants a dm guy yeah if it's three o'clock in the morning and he's asking hey do you have any movie selections he yes. wants the dm yeah but if he's like okay if he's on twitter or instagram or whatever and he's like an artist or like a videographer or whatever and you admire his work i think that's cool to like sign his dms and be like hey i really admire your work more power to you i really like what you're doing and you know if a conversation strikes up go right ahead but, but how about like we refine the question a bit do you think it's okay to slide? Like, when we say slide into a guy's DM, mm-hmm. we mean with the intention of 
getting yeah, to know him. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I don't. Fine. Yeah, I don't. Versus understand. like not a friendship thing, mm-hmm. but like a, a romantical. Yeah, romantical. Okay, I feel like okay guys will go for the kill and mm-hmm. they'll go straight into the DMs. Yeah, you know what I mean. A girl will like a few photos. And that's it. You know what I mean? She goes around. It's a rough. It's yeah, a rough. Exactly. Like, if I follow you on Instagram and I give you two or three likes in one time. And you don't DM me? You don't DM me? You're getting blocked, <laughs> Goodbye. I, I never sorry. followed you. I never followed you. That's not, I will never claim that follow yep. till the day I die. Yep. I'm not saying your phone is glitching. Okay, unless you're like up a top, like a really dope like artist and stuff like that. And a girl, if you're if you're a really dope artist, and like a girl likes like six, seven, whatever, the community just admire your work. Yeah. But if you're a regular schmegular person and she's liking three or four of your photos from like 2016, my- so would you slide in guys' DMs that you don't know? Or yeah. Would you get to know him first? But like, how do you get to know him if you don't slide in his DMs? What if you know a friend of his? Because you don't want to seem like, you know, like you're too forward, so you go through a friend. But, like, okay, like, are you saying, like, would mm-hmm. I, the question is, would you fo- even follow a complete stranger? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Would I follow a complete stranger? Yeah. Yeah. So? I it's do. social yeah, media. I would. You know what I mean? That's true, but some people think it's kind of weird, right? If you but don't, like, if you, that you follow people you don't know. Okay. Some people have a thing about it. Yeah, I don't But we know. follow, like, we follow celebrities we don't know. You know what yeah, I mean? well, they're celebrities. That's yeah. different, though. They're on a public platform. Yeah. yeah. But... At the end of the day, what talking is about the, like Abdi, you met down the street, and then you see his Instagram, and you're like, oh, let me add him, even though you don't know Abdi. Have mm-hmm. I met Abdi? I think ever? that kind of gets into the point on how you slide into your mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Okay. I think first of all, there's no problem with getting like if you wanted to, if you want to get to know a guy, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with being the first person to do it. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage, obviously. Yeah. But I think also it depends on. It depends on how you do it. So, is it harder to slide into a guy's DMs that you know versus you don't know? For sure, it's hard to slide some. You, you know what? It depends. Say you know him like by reputation, just like around the city. Mm-hmm. It might be even harder to do that because yeah. you might get around yeah. versus yes. someone you don't yeah. know. It's like, well, if the person shuts you down, they shut you down. It's done. Yeah. Like, it never oh, comes back to you. Yes. Like I, it's easier for you to slide into the DMs of like a guy from like international yeah <laughs> like yeah. if he's from like london or like ikea countries if you know twitter then you know ikea countries <laughs> and stuff like that that's easier because it won't get back to the city you but know then what I mean? also in that sense though do you even make a real connection with somebody you can't even meet up with in real life people meet on social media all the times nowadays yeah. like i just feel like maybe a few years ago it was like it, it kind of sucks at the same time though because You'll hear stories about people who have met on social media and they'll get married. And, like, that's great because, it, right, it's 2017. That's just normal now. It's like you'll actually have friends that you'll make over social media. If you're in their city, they'll, you'll check them out or whatever, you know? But it kind of sucks at the same time because it takes away from the organicness of, mm-hmm. like, an actual, like, a real relationship, right? Because if you guys meet in just, like, Ottawa and then you guys start getting to know each other and you, you know, hang out in the city... And then, you know, whatever you fall in love, get married. That's like, I don't know. That's kind of like what's, that's what people consider to be more, I guess, uh, I don't know, romantic or more like yeah. storybook. Yeah. But if you tell your friends, I feel like we're more hesitant to say to our people, like, oh, I met him on Twitter. I met him on Instagram. I met him on Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's like this notion, like, like, why did you need social media to meet that person? Mm-hmm. 
So like the second part of the question, do you guys think that if you slide into a guy's DMs, you look thirsty? No. 100% you do. I don't think so. <laughs> That's explain, my opinion. That's, explain yeah. why or why not. Why? Okay. You're just you, trying to shoot your shot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. think you're I, not thirsty. I don't think you're thirsty at all. Mm-hmm. Because you're trying to get to know the person. But I don't. in his eyes, it might look thirsty. But in your eyes, you're trying to get to know the person. So you have to make that effort to get to know him, right? So I don't think it's thirsty, being thirsty. But yeah. you, we, thirsty is thrown around everywhere mm-hmm. nowadays. It's like... If I make eye contact with the yeah. guy, you're Oh my god, thirsty. you're so Yeah, exactly. It's like... <laughs> yeah. But like, suddenly when a, you guys are like out... Like, we do throw... Because it's who always what? wants to be in the place of power, right? Yeah. It's like you don't want to be seen as the one pursuing them. Mm-hmm. You want to be seen as they're pursuing you. So like, if a guy approaches you, oh, he's so thirsty. He's oh, so thirsty. Oh, he's checking for the kid, you know? But like... If we're the one going after, if we're the one, it's like, yo, no, 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 he's a good guy. Like, you know, that could be my husband, you know? We always, yeah, like, we always want to be in a position of power. And I think it makes me more like, I feel like it's a lot of the time, it's other girls who will say, like, oh my God, she's so thirsty. Like, oh my God, you slide me his DMs. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God, no, that doesn't happen to me. Like, they always slide in my DMs. Mm -hmm. Okay, the fact of the matter is, did it work out with any of them? We're not even that. As (laughs) girls, we typically, no matter, most girls get DMs once in a while. Either he could follow you on Instagram, he could message you on Facebook, sign your DMs on Twitter, add you on Snapchat. For the most part, girls typically once in a while, like, get a DM here or there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I just, I lost my train of thought, guys. I'm not even going to lie right But now. then guys, when they get it, you know, right? When guys, off. exactly. So mm-hmm. guys feel, I feel like guys don't get it as often because socially, guys are the ones who are supposed Sliding. to be doing the yeah. pursuing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think what you're saying, long story short, basically, there's nothing wrong with a girl making the first move. Mm-hmm. No. Whether it's the DMs or in person, because like we know with Khadija radiallahu anhu, I mm-hmm. messed that up. She approached the Prophet first, right? So I think this notion of the girl has to sit pretty mm-hmm. and wait for things to come to her mm-hmm. it needs to kind of die. Yeah. And you need to be able to go after what you want. Yeah. But then you have to do it in a way that doesn't come across as desperate, thirsty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, yeah. you have Humble. to. Okay, so how would you do it then? You know what? I feel like it. You know what? How would I think? Through a friend? Through Yeah, I feel like. It's okay. A, maybe it shouldn't be someone you completely don't know. Yeah. B, may, as well, it should, like, say, what if, if you're interested friend, in a guy you completely do not know? I mean, completely don't know, don't live in the same city, like, none of that, where it makes it less likely for something to come out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, say, if it's a guy you don't know, but you know of is fine through people. Like, say, if it's someone you want to talk to and they're in the same school as you, but you guys aren't in the same circle of friends, you guys don't have each other on social media. I think go, if you wanted to slide into his DMs, probably like the best way you can do it is either having like an excuse. So say for example, <laughs> he's in like <laughs> like you don't just don't go straight for the kill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't you don't he can't open his phone and look. And see, like, Aisha's name saying, yo, you single? Yeah, no. Yeah, like, like you yes. have to, you know, like, a, like a shark? You have to, like, swim around your prey. Yeah, but yeah. some people don't want to, like, tiptoe around. You, know what, you know what I mean? They want to go straight for the kill, because what if the guy's with the girl? 
how, how how would you know? You know what I mean? Because what I mean, tiptoe is you need to fee- if you know one of his friends, like you or poke around. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta know because if so. You, how would you poke around? Listen, how was your day? What are your like, questions? I know you're, in, your you're in the econ 101, right? I'm kind of thinking of taking the next semester. What do you think? Maybe like, what do you think about it? Do you want to swap notes? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. just goes from there. Or like, you're in this program, <laughs> and like. I'm thinking about being that program too, or or if he's in like a student association you're interested in. We're not in school he... anymore, so let's okay, forget that. Okay, so <laughs> if it's you harder vol- when you're not in school. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is, it is. Okay, if he volunteers for something, yeah. if he volunteers what for something, what if he doesn't? Are you guys looking for? Then I don't want him. If you're not socially conscious and you're not a community member, like, I don't want you. Hey, I'm looking. I'm recruiting volunteers for so and so. Oh, late. Well, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> But guys, I do. Listen, I care about the community. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dead. But you know, like it's it's you know it it. I don't even know, my girl. You know, this, this kind of is just you know. It's, it's funny. Bottom yeah. line, girls, you're not thirsty, do you? Yes. Yeah. Shoot, 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 would you ever consider using a mahram when meeting with a man for the purposes of marriage? Why or why not? In what circumstances would you consider it? What challenges just make it a no-go? So for some of you guys who may not know what a mahram means, it's basically somebody who is a male relative of yours that you use for the purposes of, um, that you use for purposes of halal dating, so to speak, is to get married and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like... So, it typically, like a mahram would typically be like your dad or your brother mm-hmm. or your uncle or something like that. So before a guy, he's typically like a male who's, I guess, responsible for you and can technically give you away at your nikah or sign off on In your Islam. nikah on your marriage. Mm-hmm. So typically, like Islamically, the halal way of going about it is he should speak to your mahram in order to get to know you. And then he should get his permission. So I guess the question is, like, do you, should you use a mahram? Like, would you personally use a mahram? Mm-hmm. So would you? Yeah. Are you? So for me? No. Who are we asking right now? You. You're first. <laughs> <laughs> Subhanallah. You know. <laughs> um, would, like, I feel like as I've gotten older, like, maybe when I was younger, I was so against it. You know what I mean? But, like, I'm... What am I? By the time this podcast comes out, I'm I'm going to be 24, right? Ooh. Ooh. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Guys, wah, wah, wah. yeah, so this podcast is coming out on my birthday. So if you want to email transfer, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, like, um, so I'm turning 24, right? Uh, when I was probably younger, I would say before like 22, I would say that I wasn't, I would say like, no, I would never. That's so weird. That's mm-hmm. so foreign. But as I've gotten older, I feel like I'm okay with it. Like, if he asks to speak to my mahram, I'm cool with that. Because I actually had a friend say this to me one time. She said, when he asks to speak to your mahram, that means that he... Not to say that an everyday guy, like, if you don't use a mahram, doesn't respect you. But it just means, like, that's the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he respects your rights so much. 
and he respects like the rights that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you so much that he wants to ask your mahram's permission. Now I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with not using a mahram because to be honest, I'm okay not using a mahram and I'm okay using a mahram. But I'm saying what I'm saying is you can't argue. The fact of the matter is we do know that those rules are mandatoriness then mm-hmm. we do know that you can like it like we can't argue with it you know what i mean yeah. but the thing is am i okay using my yeah i'm okay with it it's not a big deal to me because like if you are in a place for him to want to use your mahram then that means that you know he's serious about getting married yeah, yeah. and that just means and if you're serious about getting married then why does it matter like mm-hmm. if your parents know okay cool mm-hmm. your parents only want your family members only want what's best for you so if he's a good guy and he's worth it then what's wrong with that you know what i mean yeah, you basically nailed everything. Okay, my thing is, when does he want to use the mahram? In the beginning? Or, like, towards, like, the middle? Like, when you guys are actually set and, like, he wants to marry you. But that's not really using the mahram. That's just getting your family's permission to marry you. Yeah, but in the sense, like, I'm not really... Would you use a mahram throughout meeting a guy from A to Z? We're talking so from, from the beginning. From the beginning. Like, so he comes to your parents and say, can yeah. I talk to her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but that... Like, no, but not even, like... He comes to your parents and say, can I talk to her? Hmm. Also, like, throughout your conversations, you have a mahram there. Oh, oh I'm not like, cool with Like, that. physically? Physically and virtually and on the phone. Oh, I'm not whatever. cool with that. Okay, that's, that's really good, odd. but that's not for It's me. awkward. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I can't go to that. For me, like, personally as well, no. No, I, I don't Like, think if I can do he it. asks at the beginning, if he meets me and he approaches me and says, I want to talk to your mahram, and he asked my brother's permission because mm-hmm. mans are not going to my dad. Like, my dad's going to be the last one to know. Mm-hmm. I got four brothers. Pick one. <laughs> like, if he asked my brother and says, I want to get to know your sister, and my brother says that's cool, and then him and I, like, you know, talk whatever, get to know each other, and then we say, okay, we're ready to get married, mm-hmm. then he approaches my dad, that's cool. Yeah. But if he asked my brother to be involved at every single step, no, because you can't realistically do that. No one mm-hmm. can be available at every point of communication. And also, who says that every person has a suitable mahram. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not everybody has somebody there to be through there reliably mm-hmm. throughout the exactly. process. Mm-hmm. Or some or a mahram that you trust wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, because it's just, it depends. Everyone has different circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me personally, I don't prefer that mm-hmm. because I feel that I would want to weed out the person before mm-hmm. letting them even meet my entire family. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to bring randoms, any guy who talks to you, to your family. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to bring somebody who you find worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my thing. It's like, I understand um, in terms of Islam, like, I'm not a scholar. I don't know what the exact rules in fiqh and haq is. In, but a lot of a lot of there's a lot of things we do that aren't according to the fiqh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't say like, oh, pick and choose when we're going to follow it. Personally, for me, I'm not a scholar. I'm not saying preaching anything. I would prefer to size up the person, talk to them one on one before bringing them to my family. And even at that point, if it's someone I don't know, I'm not going to meet up with somebody I don't know in a private no, area. God, no. You have a third party there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My first third party wouldn't necessarily be a mahram. It could be a good friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be my sister. I don't think for me personally, it has to be a male relative. That's all for me. Mm-hmm. Preach. I agree with her. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But no, I get it. That yeah. that is right, right? It's because none like we all do things that Islamically okay, we all sin. It's a fact of the day. It's like a fact of life, right? We sin at one point of our day or another. But like 
I don't know. It's like I feel like it's not common these days for a guy to ask who's your mahram. Like it's nice. No, it's, it's totally thought. nice. It is, but it's like I like I really I think like I can't. I don't think that there are many guys who ask for that anymore. You know what I mean? I feel like most guys nowadays they don't even want to put a label on you guys talking. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wants to. He wants to just kind of like go along with it and say like, let's not put a label on it. Let's just figure it out as it goes along. You know what I mean? And it's up to you whether or not if you want to entertain exactly. that time though. Exactly. Exactly. Well. You know what I mean? Because like, if you just want to talk to him for the sake of talking to him, okay, that's your choice. You know what I mean? But like, if you, yeah, like if you're serious about it, you need to let him know you're serious from the jump, so mm-hmm. you can weed out who's worth it and who's yeah. not. Yeah. Exactly. Do you guys want to add anything else to that? No, I'm good. I guess um, the second part of the question was, in what circumstances would you consider if you were against it? Not against it, but if it's not for you? Mm, I guess for me, the circumstances I would consider it is if it was a family friend. Because they already kind of know your family. Yeah, Yeah. and if it's like... But it still wouldn't be done. like, Like, I don't know, every... Yeah, I guess if it was a family friend, that's about it. Like, if he knew the males in your family yeah. already, I feel like common courtesy would be for him to tell them. Tell them, yeah. Because if he doesn't, that's just kind of disrespectful. What's wrong with having, like, two or three conversations on the phone or something, and then you guys like each other, and then he can go ahead to your parents, right? So like, Is there something the wrong with that? No, you're on the phone by yourself, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to know each other, and then mm-hmm. he can do that. Yeah, but I would never, if, like, a guy asked to, like, speak to my mahram, I would never, like, first conversation, let's just say he says, hi, what's your name? Okay, Marianne, what's your name? This. What do you do? This, this. Okay, I want to speak to your mahem. I would never do that in a billion mm-hmm. years. What are you going to say your mahem? Oh, I met this guy in Exactly. Instagram. Like, he wants my to My brother's going to slap the head. He's... Yeah. And what are you going to do? Bring every single guy that says that to, never. to your parents? Of course no. not. What I'm saying is... Have to feel them my brother would come from Toronto and smack me. I swear to God. But what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. I would probably... Like, like Leila said, I'd feel him out for a little while and then maybe a few conversations, exactly like you said. And then he says, hey, I want to get to know you for the purpose of marriage. Um, I want to speak to your mahram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you felt him out, you can learn a lot about someone in a few in a few conversations. Yeah. You can, like, as much as you possibly can. 21 so, questions. I, know. <laughs> and I don't think there's anything wrong with meeting in public. No, I don't think so. Like, if you're in a public space. Like a coffee not shop. Not a coffee or shop yeah. or whatever. How many marriages has Starbucks produced, guys? I'd like to point that out. <laughs> I don't want to know. But yeah, like, obviously, I, I don't, don't say, I don't, maybe yeah. there's more, I guess, harm in terms of, if you're in an enclosed space, yeah, in a car yeah, or something like yeah. that. But meeting up separate through your own separate means of transportation to a public area. That's fine. Yeah. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I find that fine. I know people say the whole shaitan's a third party and stuff like that. In per, in what what's gonna happen in a public setting with a broad daylight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you meet at two o'clock in Starbucks in a very highly populated Downtown. area. Yeah. yeah, like, what's going to happen? And I know that, like, third-person issue on totally, but I feel like we're not giving enough credit to, hum- like, people. Self-restraint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Self-worth. I feel like we don't give it's enough It's not like we're just going to give everything up. Yeah. Every, every guy you see on the street, oh, let me throw myself on yeah. them. Exactly. Are you dumb? Like, no. Do you not respect Like, yourself? if mm-hmm. you... Like, if you... Okay, what you choose to do with your body is your that's your agency. You can do whatever you want with it. But what I'm saying is we don't give enough respect to girls. 
and we do not give enough respect to guys. If he is a person and he is interested in getting to know you, he's not gonna come see you walk into Starbucks, grab you, throw him in the backseat of your car, <laughs> and take you to a shack. Like it's not gonna happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you guys both drove to Starbucks, you're both sitting there for an hour, and there's like that hundreds of people coming into the Starbucks. Most chances are you're fairly safe. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that you should be careful, weary of, is giving out personal information. Yeah. Like, your phone number, that's okay, whatever. But just be wary about, like, where you live, things yeah. like that. That's mm-hmm. always be wary about that. Like, because even if they're yeah. Somali, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're still, like, it's still dangerous, and you should always protect yourself. There's mm-hmm. that opposite, like, argument that would be saying, well, meeting in person at dinner in a candlelight area that's dim is not considered um, halal. halal, right? Well, then don't meet in somewhere that's very candlelit and mm-hmm. dark and I know. Instead, y'all gotta go to dinner. in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Grab a frap. Breakfast or something. It's exactly. true. Because I get what they mean, like, candlelit, because maybe it's, like, more private and more intimate, intimate because it's, like, booths and things like that. But I'm just going to say one thing. If you're from, if you're from, if you're from Ottawa, Jack Astor's is fairly lit. That's it. And the Jack Astor's, yeah. Moxie's. Go to Central Burgum, fam. There's always Muslim people always there. Always around. There's yeah. nowhere to hide. Moxie's is very dim. I don't know what you guys talking about. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. You know what, then you we went to Moxie's yeah. on Tuesday, didn't we? <laughs> it's very dim. We went to Moxie's on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. But yeah, then you just don't meet in those places yeah. that were like a ro- like romantic yeah. settings that would mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. meeting cells. But bottom line, I feel like the challenges of the Maham is basically just logistics mm-hmm. and time, and, time yeah. and the comfort mm-hmm. and awkwardness. Yeah, and, and if he's serious or if not. If he's serious or not. It's just, I don't know. That's your family, yeah. you know? But yeah. you don't want to like bring like because most chances are like a revolving door. Of yeah, mm-hmm. you're not going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. You're pick yeah. one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> one to six, we look yeah. fortune. You know, <laughs> price is right. Yeah. But it's true because like most times when you are gonna get married, you don't talk to one guy and get married. If you do, Allah Mubarak, may Allah protect Mashallah. you because that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But most people, you have to go through like five. 10 like you know you don't want your mom to be like (laughs) 30 um you don't want like your family to be like so is it muhammad this week or is it abdurrahman the next week or is it like you know it's just yeah you don't want to do that yeah all right i think we beat that to death (laughs) (laughs) so the next question is a bit different it's kind of a little departure so the question is hi guys do you think that there is a double standard in the Somali households? Are the expectations different as children adults between girls and boys? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Facts. Mm-hmm. Nigga, facts. Because they expect so much. Because from the second that you're, I don't want to say all parents are like that, but our culture deems that a girl has to be like, the perfect package. Yeah. She has to be smart. She has to be religious. She has to be uh, miskeen. At home all the time. Yeah, at home all the time, miskeen. Uh, she has to somehow work, take care of the house, take care of her family, and, you know, still still be out here looking like a model. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, this is not possible. Like, mm-hmm. you can... Like, they expect us to help domestically when nowadays... Not nowadays, but it's a little harder because when you're in your early 20s, it's like you might or your mid-20s you might not always have the most like stable work schedule Mm -hmm. even if you do it's really hard to like Mm -hmm. come home you're really tired and then you see the dishes are dirty and you know your siblings are not going to clean it so you end up cleaning it Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and your siblings come home from work but they can walk right by the kitchen and not even have a care in the world 
But who are most chances that your parents are going to stop you on the stairs and be like, aren't you going to clean that kitchen? Mm-hmm. The girl. Yeah, the girl. I don't know. I just feel like it's like the expectations have been different since we were children onwards. Yeah. For you guys, Nima and mm-hmm. Farah, do you guys think that like the boys in your family were treated differently growing up versus the girls? Yeah. Well, I'm the oldest girl in the family, so I pressure's obviously on me like to take over my mom's role basically um so i learned how to cook at a very young age to clean at a young age and it has built me i thank my mom it has built me who i am today like things are easier now but uh definitely i don't see my brothers in the in the kitchen cooking or cleaning obviously but uh i mean they clean after themselves in the room and stuff like that but even that's a far stretch (laughs) you know well i'll see I'll see myself going in there and then cleaning up after them, after them a little bit. So even when they clean, yeah. I still clean up after. But I have up. to say, one of my brothers, when they clean, they kick everyone out of the house and they clean like a woman, like wow. a woman. But that's once in like five years. So yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a lunar eclipse. It's a lunar eclipse. It, yeah, exactly. But yeah, there is a double standard for sure. Mm-hmm. Same here, my household. But I try, like, really hard to get my brothers to, like, clean for themselves mm-hmm. and stuff. When I see their room, I'm like, really? Like, you're not going to clean that up? Pick up your garbage, mm-hmm. you know, do your stuff, whatever. Um, he does his own laundry. Everyone in my house does their own laundry. I know some a couple households where the guys are like, yeah, Hoya, here. Mm-hmm. Do it. Imagine Fold he my can't clothes. do his own laundry. Yeah. Or they wake up and they go, okay, Hoya, Montour de Makusuge, like, I need my eggs ready. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. And you're like, are you, are you like, serious? You can't just crack an egg and put it on the you know mm-hmm. at least my brothers know how to cook for themselves mm-hmm. they know how to do their laundry mm-hmm. when you tell them to clean they know how to clean mm-hmm. when they see a kitchen dirty my dad tells them hey you know in my house we're pretty good but sometimes it's kind of whatever yeah. but yeah. we share roles right yeah that's yeah. good i feel yeah. like yeah the worst i think is when you have a game station in the house oh my god when you have a game station in the house you buy pizza you buy food bring it up to your room if you have it in your room it's just the worst. Mm, you know, I think, like, I was in a different situation because I don't have sisters, right? I only have brothers. So I have four brothers. So it's not like there's, like, two or three sisters who, like, you know, like, they diversify, basically. It's like... You get the kitchen. Exactly. I get the living it's room. Not like you get downstairs. Everyone has so, their own days. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but alhamdulillah, I am very lucky that my mom cleans and my dad cleans around the house. And my four brothers all do clean and it's funny because my mom literally tells me that my older brother can clean 10 times better than I can (laughs) so it just worked out to be really funny but I'm in a situation where like unless I tell them to clean they're not they don't typically take the initiative but they do clean and like they will take the active role to take care of themselves and not Mm -hmm. just that they'll like if they see my mom doing something then they will take the active role to help her out Mm -hmm. so you know yeah what about you Leila I think I was Cinderella here. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but yeah, no, in my household, my mom didn't make my brothers do anything. So, like, in terms of learning how to do chores and things, well, like, I never had to cook because my older sisters did the cooking, and my mom liked cooking, but in terms of chores and things like that, or even even trying to, even doing well in school, mm-hmm. there was a higher expectation on the girls in our family to do well than the boys. And I think that really did cripple them and any survivor who goes through that for future in the future mm-hmm. like do you guys think that 
we always hear on Twitter and stuff like that, Somali guys are trash, blah, blah, blah. There's so much good Somali girls and less than Somali boys and stuff like that. Do you think that could be attributed slightly to how their parents raised them in terms of gender roles and things like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that is for sure. Yeah, Because I feel like they're taught to just be a provider in the fiscal sense of things, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, like, it's just, like, like... They'll just say, like, if he has a good job, or not even has a good job, if he makes good money, that's all he has to bring into not just the household, but the marriage in itself. You know what I mean? As long as he's a good provider, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, when it comes to, like, responsibility and other things, like being a good father, being a good spouse, being, um, like, an active member of the household, that's not expected of them as much. It's just make that money no matter how they make it, you know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes they may not make it in like if you like if you don't go about making money in the traditional aspect like you don't go to school and make money there's other ways to be successful right but if you don't go along the halal means do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like then it's still like into them it's like they're still a provider Mm -hmm. but it's like not just the way that they're raised but it's also the environment that they're placed in because most somali like people of like the diaspora or in like the western world a lot are raised in like social like um like a uh, housing communities which it's really hard because these are more policed area and black men tend to be more criminalized and they're criminalized from like a very young age so their environment also plays a role because for them it's kind of like yo if i was criminal if i'm if i'm expected to go to jail from the second i was born and hoy is not checking for me then like there's no one there's no one watching me there's no one who really cares for me sometimes i feel like though i don't know if that's in a reason or justification for why a lot of Somali guys aren't, I guess, because, like, you can see Somali guys and girls grew up in the same household. I feel like girls even have sometimes a double, a double, in terms of barrier on them being women and stuff like mm-hmm. that, whereas, yeah, with Somali guys, they can have more issues with being criminalized, things like that, but we still have a higher rate, I don't know, the success rate in Ottawa, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. more successful than us. Yeah. And we're both, say, for example, coming from the same, same project housing, yeah. for yeah. example. But like same schools, same e- parents. Even when you were same religion. even when you were a kid, though, even as you were getting older, who was it more likely that if you were both out, who's who are you gonna call first? The girl, because there's, there's so many things that can happen to you, right? Who's expected for you to be home first? The girl. Things like those, like even small things like those. Play or like I'll be in the living room. I'll be. My brother will come downstairs and be like, "I have a girlfriend. Hell yeah." Oh, good for you. That's that's what's up, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what's up. What is Shad down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't care. If I come to her and say that shit, but yeah. Yeah, it's like the expectations are different. And like even if your parents aren't always at home because right, we're first generation immigrants, your parents have to work a lot harder, things like that, in that small amount of time that they may have at home, most times are they're checking for you more than they're checking for your sibling. And not just that. Because of the fact that uh, there's such a high, especially after the war, there was such a high rate of divorce. Like when we started coming here, a lot of Somali men just pieced out. They literally just pieced out, went back to Somalia or something like that. Or they literally, they didn't just divorce their wife, they divorced the kids too. So do you think having like... having I Not think- having a strong male role model is yeah. very, can be very uh, damaging. Detrimental. Because us, there is a lot of single mo- yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. And I feel like it's not just specific to our city. I think it's specific to, um, I think it's Somali people in general. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these men, they, it's not just that, like, in that, your whole life has shifted, right? You came from war, 
most times you're suffering from PTSD, um, you don't know how to be a provider in this new country, things like that. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna peace out and you're gonna go back to Somalia where you can, most times are, you can, you feel more like um, you can do, exactly, you yeah. can do better there. Somalia Hoyas, they will rough it out working three Two jobs, jobs. Yeah. We're taking the OC transport, going grocery shopping yeah. there, and they will bust back. Mm -hmm. And well, like guys, there's nothing that makes me more sad in the world than seeing a Somali Habir on the bus with groceries. There's, wallahi, nothing makes me more sad in the world than that. Mm. But at least she's safe here in Canada, right? It could always be so much mm -hmm. worse yeah. if you're still back. She can't do that in Canada. Somalia. Yeah. Do you guys think the term, you're the, like, the man of the house is kind of overshadowed then? So if you're saying it's like a fiscal thing, like, what is you're the man of the house? What does that mean? Does that mean, like, you're, um, you're in charge of the finances? Because in this case, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, and then the woman is really in charge of the taking care yeah. of the household. So like who's really the man of the household? In 2017, it's like split in half. Like, yeah. you know, you're both working. Yeah. Bro, TVH, I feel like even when they say you're the man of the house, I feel like that's like Adam people. Somali people, you're the Hoya runs the house. I don't care what yeah, you say. Hoya, yeah. Yeah. If your parents are divorced or together, 99% chances, you're a Hoya. You're, Hoya you're, you're the man might act like he runs the house, but the fact of the matter is he won't take two steps. I know some households where the dad is like really know, yeah it's usually the ones that are really religious too mm -hmm. yeah but um mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think the year the man of the house title has to be earned because mm -hmm. i can't stand it when like garbage somali men are like terrorizing the house and they don't do anything and it's the hoya that pro like provides for them yeah. for the whole family yeah. and they just say i'm the man of the house but you don't do anything to show that you're a man yeah but I think we're going a little off topic, but <laughs> we can go on to our last question here. And then we have Tumblr questions too. Yeah. So this one's a quick one. Would you want to work if you were married? Um, would you want to work if you had kids with or without? Would your answer change? So what was the first part of that? <laughs> would, you, would you personally want to work if you got married when you had kids? When, when you don't have kids and when you have kids? Yes. I do. No, I, it's Nima. It's, I'm sorry, it's Nima talking. Um, I have worked since I was 13. Um, and I just feel like I don't have any time to do anything else other than work, you know? Um, especially if you're passionate about what you do. It, I would work when I'm married, and I would make that established before I get... Well, I'm married now, but I made it established before... It was a... Sorry, it was a conversation before I got married that I'm working period you know um i think what would change is if even if he said oh i have enough like income to take care of the household i wouldn't feel comfortable being in a house just taking like making food and cleaning i wouldn't i wouldn't i would drive myself crazy wallahi you can find hobbies to do though i know but like what would i do other than go to the gym I wouldn't do anything I else. Read a book, watch TV. in the community, I don't know, help out. Like, sounds like a I would want to get money for myself. You know what too. it sounds like? It sounds like a high society white looking gossip girl. Organizing fundraisers. Yeah. I, know. I, I, see that. I know. Beverly Hills. Right? Yeah. I say this because I'm rewatching Gossip Girl, guys. So it just sounds like that. Like, you know what they all want to grow up to? Terry Balls. Yeah. Yeah, but I if just, you want to work, why not? Yeah, I, that's like my personal opinion. Okay, yeah. I would want to work in the beginning. Like, I don't mind. We don't have kids. I'm down. 
And then when obviously a person has to stay home and take care of the kid, mm-hmm. it's going to be me, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't mind doing that. But that's like your one year mat or whatever. One yeah, and, I don't mind. Mat- and then I would go back you go just back for to part time yeah. though. Because I'm still like, yeah. I don't want my kid yeah. to be in daycare like yeah. full, you know? Like, yeah, yeah for sure. What um, do you think, Ryan? Um, I would say, like, okay, like, firstly, like, I feel also, like we're kind of for forgetting example, that you're going to move. What if you move? Let's say, for example, though, by the way, this question, the context of if you didn't work, you're still financially stable. Would take that yeah. out of the Okay. Future. So, like, it, you guys, you don't, ne- you don't need my income to be okay. Okay. First things first that we might be forgetting is what if you move? Because a lot of the time when you guys do get, if you do marry back from another city, fact of the matter is 99% of chances you're going to move to his city, right? So you might be moving and be unemployed for like the first few months or something like that, unless you've been aligning a job mm-hmm. while you were preparing for your wedding. In like during my marriage, in like I like I personally wouldn't want kids my first few years of marriage. Maybe the first like two or three years, I don't want kids. It's called a law, though. You know? yeah. It's called a law, but like you can like take protective methods, right? So with that, I would be working, and I would want to work full time during that. And then once I had kids, I wouldn't work for like maybe a year or two, I guess so. And then I would eventually like go back to work. I would want to go back to work, and it's not even about like it's even if. Like like you said, like if we were t- if we were fiscally stable without my income, it's just for me. Like I need when I get married and I have kids. Yes, yeah. kids are a blessing. Alhamdulillah, it's a blessing from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. But they're not everything. They're not your entire existence, right? So you have kids. That's great. You're their mother, but you're still you. You're still a person. You know, you still need to take care of yourself. And have your own time because if you don't have that you're gonna drive yourself crazy and my biggest fear is i just don't want to get lost in like i don't want to get lost in my family i don't want them to become my existence so would you consider it a failure or like a waste of your talents if you ended up being a stay-at-home mother no i'm not gonna say that because my mind can change because i'm just saying this right now as marian who's not married who doesn't have kids because the outside looking exactly in. because I could decide to do that and that can be the most selfless decision on earth right mm-hmm. because I could decide no I do want to be a stay-at-home mom but me speaking right now I would like I would want to go back to full-time work because I want to I don't know I just want to show like my kids that like yeah like you you can have it all because I do think you can have it all I think that you can be a good mother a good wife and be like a contributing member of like society you know yeah i think i have like two opinions on it that makes sense i would say okay if i was financially stable and i had a job i despised i wouldn't work just to work just to spite it all mm-hmm. you know like if it's something that i don't like yeah i'm i'm not gonna do that but if it's a job that i'm passionate about if it's like a career that i'm in right now yeah for example like right now i would work but I'm, I'm I wouldn't throw like it's like you can't say that because you work you're throwing your kids aside because mm. a lot of times I feel like we kind of it's like we kind of put either or you're a good mother or you're a bad mother yeah. mm-hmm. so for me for example I think if I got married like I'm echoing everything you said in terms of not having kids for a first year or two years I would obviously take a break if I had a child not gonna carry something for nine months and not take oh, equally yeah. as mm-hmm. much amount of time yeah. off, double amount of time off. Yeah. But once like the kid is able to be 
like maybe a year or two years old in daycare or with my mother or with my sisters to take care of them or even if your husband you have alternating schedules mm -hmm. it's not always like a either or like okay I'm gonna work and I'm gone and the kid just raises himself mm -hmm. or herself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You'd still I, be in their yeah. life, obviously. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like as well, like nowadays, a lot of companies give pat leave too, right? So, yeah. like the government will give you maternity leave and paternity leave. So yeah, they'll allow exactly. So they'll allow for your husband to take time off as well with that. Mm -hmm. And you know, like I don't know. Would you guys? What if your husband? What if you guys made more money than your husband though? And he wanted to be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> How would you feel about That's that? That's a really good question. No. <laughs> no. You know what? It's. I feel like we laugh about it a bit, but it's just there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think so. Either. Some people though may find it distasteful. Like a man, like if you believe a man's purpose is to provide, then you're not gonna be. That's not gonna be attractive. You're gonna find him unattractive and like a man nanny. Mm -hmm. But then, if you don't think a man's sole purpose is to provide, and he's your husband, you have a job that's better paying. Realistically. I'm coming home and he's serving me dinner mm -hmm. and cater to you, rubbing my feet. Mm -hmm. Let me cater to I don't know. you, baby. It really depends, but I know, I know, in the back of our minds, it's like sometimes a turn off. But then mm -hmm. later on, they can, they can resent you too, right? But if, if he, it's his soul choice, yeah. If it's his soul, heartedly, he's like, "Babe, you work. I want to quit my job." Mm -hmm. Whoa! Like, like he doesn't work completely. He's like, "You make more than me. You make enough to take care of the family. I want to quit my job." I'll take care of the kids. I feel like there's a TV show like I'll that. take care of the house. Is there? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, Baby Daddy, I think. Yeah, but then they always resent them afterwards. But no, it's their if, choice. If it was like, his I'm choice, then that's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, he, better, like, he better live yeah. with that then. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. He better live with that. And then also, you might resent him too, though. Yeah. Being like, why the hell am I providing? And all your friends, like, mm -hmm. men are like, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Why am I providing? And they're all at home, and you're just... Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's different. Kind of depends on what you want, right? But no, imagine like a guy like cooking for you, cleaning the house. You come home, everything's settled, ready. Yeah, that's nice to a certain extent. Right. I can do the same shit too. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. no, for yourself though, it's like having a personal maid. Yeah, but do I want a maid or a husband? Ooh, I don't want to see a personal maid because I don't want him to call me a maid. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think it depends because I like I was saying before, it's slight like in your in the back of my mind, it's like slightly unattractive. It is. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I think so. Cause it's just you're always like, like he's wearing an apron, shuffing <laughs> <laughs> it up like, in the kitchen, like and you have floor. your briefcase, <laughs> and you're just like your heels in your briefcase, like, yeah. like uh, it just, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Yes, uh, one of the questions that I got from Tumblr. Uh, would you marry a convert? Why or why not? Why or why not? I think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sometimes we fetishize converts a little bit. Fetishize? Yep. I feel Elaborate. like it's a thing. I feel like I don't know. <laughs> okay. okay, so. Yeah. Okay, okay, like I'll give you an example. So 
I was in the MSA at school. I just feel like the way that they spoke about converts was like, oh my god, this beautiful, like, the way that they'd, like, talk about... White converts. Yeah! yeah. They, they fetishized... beautiful, like, yeah. orange beards. They fetishized... Blue eyes. Blonde and blonde hair. hair. Blonde and I'm like, yo, I would much rather, like, uh, like a black man convert, you know, like, raised in Philly. But anyways, like, what I'm saying is that people are more likely to... People fetishize converts in the context that they, they, they typically when they talk about converts, they talk about like white converts, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of times when people do convert, they um they like assume that like Muslim being Muslim is being Arab. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they will give up their name when they don't necessarily have to. They will. Well, I get that they do it sometimes because they want to assimilate into the community more. They will typically adorn themselves with traditionally Arab clothing and things like that. Call each other Akhi and stuff. Yeah, and then so I just feel like more often than not, people fetishize converts because they think that there's like one type of convert. There's like white converts, but there's converts of every single race, race, mm-hmm. right? So people are more likely. Like, I feel like people are more likely to accept, like, a white convert than a black, like, an African-American convert. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there's already anti-blackness in the Muslim community. So, for that, they're more likely to accept a white convert than a black convert. Would I marry a convert? Yes. I don't have an issue with it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like for anybody who, Muslim, Christian, whatever, you kind of look for somebody who has the same religion as you. Yeah. So, I don't think necessarily converting to religion versus being raised in it makes mm-hmm. a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know people probably have, like, preference in terms of interracial marriage and things like in that. In terms of culture, too. Yeah, like, culture. I feel like culture plays yeah. a huge role in... And then in even within culture, it's, like, where you're from within the country. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, it's, it's that deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we're going to skip Nima on this question. Yeah. And we'll ask Farah. Farah, would you... Would I marry a convert? Mm-hmm. Yes. Honestly, depends. <laughs> My first choice is Somali, and then second is Arabic. Third? Who yeah. knows? It's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Who could it be? Exactly. Mysteries but um, my parents would not like that. Do you yeah. think it's because our parents would just prefer a Somali? Overall, 100%, yeah. So it's not even about being a convert or not, basically. It's just about them being Somali. And on top of that, it's kind of a little bit hard to marry a white guy or an African-American mm-hmm. or Canadian, yeah, African, whatever, guy. Mm-hmm. It's like we're different cultures, right? Arabs and Somalis kind of have a little bit of a similarity, you know? I don't know. I feel like, for me, like, my cousin married a convert, you know? And like, um, it's a bit hard though. Yeah, it, like your it, weddings were different. Yeah, like reception. For, it was. You know, mm, like, yeah, like okay. So my first cousin, right? She married a convert, and it's like um, he he's he's black, but like he's a uh, Caribbean. So uh, he ended up converting, and it's I wouldn't like Alhamdulillah. His family was very 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 understanding and very accommodating in what they wanted. Do you know what I mean? Like they were at the nikah, they wore hijabs during the nikah. Uh, the girls, uh, the wedding and everything, they were very, very respectful. It was it was a little, like, I feel like my like generation, like, my cousins and I, we didn't have an issue. We're like, yo, that's cool. Dope. Like, my new nephew's from Barbados. Like, it was, like, cool for us. We were just parents. like, whatever. But the parents, I wouldn't say that they were against it. It was just a little bit of an adjustment. Because it was like, oh, okay, so no brambra at the wedding? No sederi at the wedding? Even though, like, 
you know like for them that's how it, they thought it. but it ended up just being that we integrated yeah. the cultures mm-hmm. so like we did we did like my cousin wore hidyo dafan and so did he like traditional somali clothing and uh they had traditional somali music and somali dancing and everything like that you can like marry two cultures like you can bring yeah. them together and take the best of I both i feel like as long as he converts you and you are both muslim i feel like you can work through it you know what i mean because sometimes say for example somebody who converted to islam here he's a muslim here and he's from canada you may have more in common with him than somebody from somalia who's been Mm -hmm. born like born and raised muslim yeah Mm -hmm. like in terms of just your personalities your viewpoints on life and things like that Mm -hmm. so it really depends like are you somebody who's more cultural you're more into like preserving your not preserving your culture, but you're just only into hanging out, com, um, communicating with, and only being surrounded by Somalis and having full Somali children that only speak Somali. Mm-hmm. Then it's not for you. But if you're somebody who grew up here and are a bit more flexible with taking the best of both worlds, then I also I think that is there's nothing you can't work through as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because if the foundation of your relationship is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, then there's nothing more stronger than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was just some bars for you guys. <laughs> okay, so the next question um, is from Tumblr again. They said, My best friend is falling for this Muslim guy, and to be honest, he is amazing, polite, and religious. He respects women. I know for sure he likes her back. The only reason why she doesn't want to give him a chance is because he is a bit short. <laughs> About her height. I do find this reason superficial, and I already told her. How can I make her understand that height is not everything in life? Okay. Looking at you. Okay, so I feel like we should establish one thing, okay? Because you guys, obviously, you listen to us, so you don't know how tall we are. Um, Me, Marian, Marian, I, sorry. Um, I am, I'm 5'8 and like a half, I would say. Yeah, I'm 5'9 and a half, basically 5'10. Layla's, yeah, Layla's 5'9 and a half, Farah. 5'8". And Nima? 5'6 and a half. Yeah, but Nima's good, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so obviously, around here, we're all the 5'8". Yeah, so, so, you know, starting lineup. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> listen, okay? I have no, I, okay, I kind of, right? Yo, if he's, sometimes you just want a guy to put a height in the bio because, like, TBH? No, some I'm, of them do. Six five. Yeah, six five. Subtract three inches. Three inches. Yeah. Three inches. He's really six He tells you he's six two, he's five ten. Okay, he tells you he's six five, he's six feet. Yeah. Oh my god, I'll never forget. Someone said to me one time, I made a joke about how I knew someone on social media, and he's like, oh, in case you're running, I'm six four. I was like, Six feet. I was like, "Mahatsi, <laughs> read mm-hmm. me that one more time." Mm-hmm. Six four. Okay, you know these numbers. Guys that mm-hmm. are actually but tall don't brag. Yeah, they, they don't. don't. Exactly. So it's not on their bio. Okay, mm-hmm. I feel like when we were younger, we're all like, "Oh, I want a six six, dark skin, this that that." Okay, three percent of Somali guys are pushing six feet. So like, I'm kidding. Somali guys are pretty tall. They're pretty tall, but Leila, how many do you know that are like pushing like six three, six four, six five? Couple, Not that many. Couple. Couple. Few they're here and there. But, but their personalities height. are low. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say we they're can, lacking. We can work on personalities. Height's not everything. Yeah, exactly. height's not everything. And I feel like the older you get, you realize that height is not the biggest deal in the world. There's so many more important things than that. Now. You know what, Wallahi? Same thing as really pretty girls. You know what, Wallahi? It's something that we struggle with. We do. 
imagine, like, she's saying in her letter, mm-hmm. he's everything she wants in somebody. But he's a bit short. A bit short. But, but a what's bit a short? bit short? When she says a bit, if it's, like, I, an I'm inch. I'm thinking it's a, a couple inches. If it's, no, if it's, like, an inch or two, well, like, that's okay, that's whatever. But I can kind of understand if he's, like, if she's, like, 5'7", and he's, like, 5'3", I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, girl, go for it. Because me, myself, as Maria, wallah, I wouldn't go for it. It's, like, so, the only point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it sucks. <laughs> I, know, I know. It's it sucks. No. Yeah. It so, sucks. if everything is proper, like, his job. Everything. Garisa, Dinkisa, everything. Well, is like, but so what's the height difference? So, what's the height difference? It's probably know. maybe a half the head. Like, your yeah, forehead. Like a, your yeah, forehead. like, two inches. Like, me and you. Me and you? Yeah. I could get past that. But if it's like four, five inches, well, I'm gonna tell you the truth right now. I can't. Get like, how about me and Layla? I'm no. five six and Sahib, five no. nine. No, no. no. My ba- <laughs> listen to me, okay? I'm gonna no. tell you something. So what's your cutoff? <laughs> your cutoff is, like, cut is like an three inch inches. Is it three inches? No. An inch and my cutoff is look me in my eyes. No, no. I don't want to look down. <laughs> I'm not trying to look down. So when we're fighting, I can just box you real quick. Look me in the eyes. If you just, just look me in the you eyes, just need a, without stepping on your head. Like I want to be able to wear. I want to be able to wear heels at my wedding. I don't wear heels. Yeah, but listen. You want to laugh? I wear heels. I become six two or something. Listen, you know Wear heels not around him. Listen to me, okay? Yeah, one, of my, one of my really good friends, she's 5'2", and I'm 5'7". Wallahi, when I stand next to her, I literally feel like I feel like a giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I literally don't even feel like, I literally feel like <laughs> I'm like, be 5'4". Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. I couldn't do that, guys. <laughs> and you know what it is, though? It's not about, oh, I'm embarrassed of him or anything. It's just when a guy's shorter than you, you kind of feel more manly beside mm-hmm. him. You want to feel like a little petite, little yeah. you know, cutie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, like if you're like, and if you're like half an inch shorter than me, maybe an inch shorter than me. What if you're or the even same the size? Same oh, that's fine. That's same fine. Height, I'll Is take that okay with it for you? Same, same height. Sorry, not same size. Same <laughs> height. What? Sorry, same, <laughs> same height. Three hundred. Well, I would. That's Abby. If you're breaking, same height, would you? Well, not even. <laughs> So at this point, guys, if you are, if you're, that's like, fine. listen, Haduku, eh, eh, like you're literally, yeah, that's okay. Like, that's well, well, okay. You know what? It's about growth. That's what I'm so, saying. Lily, you're hoping he will grow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Lily's gonna take some medication from Shaka and put it in his. No, so Lily, I'm like, I'm growing over time. Now I'm okay with the same height. Yeah, if Both. everything else is on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I can take it, but what about you, Farah? <laughs> <laughs> but we will tell you one thing: put your truthful height in the bio and make your life easier for you. We'll always subtract three, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but tell her I think go for it. If they're yeah, height, why not? And if she's comfortable with it at the end of the day, mm-hmm. then yeah, why it's not? your choice. This is just us talking. But like you know, if he's actually a really good guy, those are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just take it. But Farah, you didn't answer the question. <laughs> I wasn't gonna let you go, Fab. It depends. Do I really like him? How much I don't you, know. How much would you? I sacrifice? like macho-looking guys. You know, like the six-foot low. Like her situation. Like big guys. Like you like know. Like her situation. He has everything going for him. You just can't get past the height. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go for it. I don't know. Uh, I, it, damn, Daniel. I'm sorry, but I don't know what that <laughs> it's, makes it's, me. It's a person. But I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's, you know, like, I don't know. What's your limit? Yeah. What is your cutoff? So my like, limit is if he's at my four, the, the, the tip of my, <laughs> the top of my nose. Like if I squint, oh, they're about the same height. <laughs> same thing? Okay. Because I wear heels a lot. 
So I'm taller than I actually am, like, six foot or whatever. No. He has to be taller than me. If I'm wearing heels, he has to be six feet. I'm fine with the guy that's six feet. And that's pushing it. <laughs> that's, like, us being so accommodating. <laughs> We're accommodating you for letting you go by six feet. If you're six nine, holla at me. <laughs> Whoa, I don't... Always be loyal on Twitter. Always be loyal on Twitter. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. But, like, see, flipping the script, <laughs> like, say it was a guy messaging you mm-hmm. and he was saying his girlfriend is a little bit chubby is that wrong of him to be shallow and say i don't want to be with her even though she has everything i want See, but she can, I, change she can change that weight. though yeah you can't change yeah, height. yeah she doesn't but she doesn't she shouldn't have to change herself for a guy he should love her the way he she should is. love her the way she is but those are things that fluctuate and change yeah, yeah. because you can't change height. exactly because let's be honest girls <laughs> girls might um <laughs> Lips. Shout out to K-pop stars, but the thing of the, the fact of the matter is, like, most chances are she's not going to be physically the same throughout the marriage, and yeah. neither will you. She's gonna, she inshallah like you know she can have kids, she'll get pregnant, she might gain weight, she might lose weight. Like things will always be fluctuating and changing. Your height, though, that's going to stay the same until you're in like your late fifth, your early. 50s. You know what though? You know what? Actually, get even shorter in the future. So imagine saying. starting with a yeah. short person. You lose two inches, yeah. I think, after every year after 65 You know what? Would you actually rather be with a guy that's taller than you and doesn't really love you as much or a guy that's shorter than you but loves you? Like, how short, though? Pavilion? I'll take him shorter. I'm going to take him shorter as well. Facts. Yeah. Facts. That ass. Yeah, see. Because literally, when you're sitting down together, you're the same height. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know that's true. Exactly. Who gives a you shit? just go to a lot of dinners and sit down and, you know. I think chill. that's. All the questions we have mentally been able to go through today. Yeah. Hope it helps. Because it's a work day, so we're a little broken, some of us. <laughs> okay, so if you guys have any more questions, we might do another, like, just episode-type letter, sorry, listener letter, mailbag-type episode. Send it to OT Podcast on Twitter, on Snapchat, gmail.com. We have a curious cat if you want to stay anonymous. Curious cat for anonymous questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And until then, inshallah, may you have a lovely rest of your week. And this is OT Podcast signing off. Bye. 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 Sorry.